0: It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone with the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. I thought it was over, man. <laughs> I thought it was over. 100%. They look disjointed on offense. I've never seen them play that bad. I mean, unless you're going back to Jim O'Neill, I don't remember the last time they looked that bad. That loss,
1: that much on that
0: much on on roller skates, that much on their heels. It was just awful. And I'm like, dude, it's over. I can't believe it. And lo and behold, this team and you mentioned, what else does Purdy have to show? What else does this team have to show right now? Here's what championship teams do. Can you handle adversity? Can you play for 60 minutes? And can your quarterback handle adversity? Yeah. Can your cornerback be a goldfish and just forget about the play before and come up big when he has to? And in this game, this team showed resiliency, resiliency. This was a team effort. They made adjustments. I still think there's issues with the defense, and we could thank Dan Campbell for some of this, and I'll get into that. But offensively, they made adjustments. Brock Purdy, second half, 13 of 16. Was it 174 yards? I think
1: he you mean, ran. You mean Lamar Purdy? Oh, oh, I'm MVP. No, I just mean, like, with his his feet. He won that game with his feet. Oh, his feet? Oh, okay, yeah, he did. I was just going to say,
0: 52-yard scrambling. And every time he scrambled, did you listen to Greg Olson? So, like, the first time he scrambled, Greg Olson's like, you know, Purdy's not really a good athlete, but he could do this once in a while. And then he did it again, and Purdy's like – or Olson's like, well, I guess he's a a pretty good athlete. And then he does it again, and he's like, Brock Purdy's a sneaky athlete. Like, dude, (laughs) Purdy can move, man, Greg Olson. You're just Again. figuring this out. And those scrambles changed the game in a lot of ways. Yes. And those scrambles were what you were not getting with previous quarterback. Correct. Who a lot of those plays are dead in the water. Yes. Once once it becomes out of the structure of the play, those plays were dead in the water. But Purdy is everything off structure. Just so many plays he made in this game. Rolling out when they were tied and they were on their own 20. Rolling out and hitting a use check on, on the sideline. The other the play, play where he ran incredible. around and threw it to use check. Just what he does off schedule and out of structure is amazing. And and we'll get into all of it and and break it all down. But, you know, enjoy it, Niners fans. It was absolutely amazing. It was one of the greatest comebacks. I think it was the greatest comeback ever from 17 points down at halftime, right?
1: 17 points is the biggest deficit ever overcome in an NFC championship game. There were two other teams to do it. I don't remember who. but um, So now there's three teams that have come back from 17 down in an NFC championship game to win it.
0: Just, just insane. Just insane. And for them to do that, and again, showing the resiliency, the team knows what's on the line and they they didn't give up and they just kept fighting and we'll break it down. I think, think there was a lot of luck involved. I think there was a lot of Dan Campbell involved, but this is what I say about luck. I don't want to hear people who knock that because it's part of the game. If you go back and look at any championships, the immaculate reception, the tuck rule, the Mm -hmm. helmet catch, Yep. That catch Edelman had that was an interception that Brady threw that would have ended the game that, that bounced yep. into his hand. Lynn Swan catching a ball that got tipped. It's, it happens over and over and over and over again. Most teams don't get to a championship without luck. So yeah. it happens. Get over it. It was also an insane play by Ayuk to even catch that ball. One of the yeah. most memorable plays in 49ers history we saw in that game with that catch. So enjoy it, man. It's I- awesome. It feels really good to be here.
1: I saw people, so, you know, obviously the 49ers have the catch and then Terrell Owens against the Packers was the catch two. And then Vernon Davis against the, uh, saints was the catch three Navarro Bowman, uh, or not Navarro Bowman. Well, Navarro Bowman was the, uh, was the, the pick at the stick, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh. Dre Greenlaw with the, the clinch by an inch, right? That that tackle to keep the Seahawks out of the out of the end zone in 2019, that 2019 season to to clinch the one seed. Uh, I've seen people calling this Ayuk play the snatch, and I really like that because he did. He kind of just snatched it out of the air after you know yep. after it did what it did. So I was like, that's great. I like that. I think that will stick. But no, it's you know, and and that's the thing is is when you go down 17 in a in an NFL game the only way you're coming back is with some luck like you're going to need some things to bounce your way and there's no denying it they absolutely had some uh, literal lucky bounces the 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 snatch and they also had some really lucky uh game management situations from from the mm-hmm. other coach and all of that uh culminated in the 49ers 38th postseason victory which marks the most of any franchise in nfl history they passed the uh, green bay packers and uh you gotta think like i i don't know about you but it, well i do know because we talked about it the last episode i wanted the chiefs and the fact that the chiefs won against you know against the uh, against the ravens in that early game I was like, "Listen, all I need now is my squad to do what it should be able to do against this Lions team, and we've got it set up the way we want." And again, in that first half, it, it was—it wasn't even anger. It was just like—I sh- mean, it was anger. Let's—I I don't want to—I <laughs> don't want to front on it. I was, that. I, I, I I was, was shitty. I yeah. was—I was—I was a very shitty person uh, during that first half, and very uh, sullen, very pouty, very all of it. Um, but it was just like, I, again, this team is better than this and I know it, I don't understand how they can allow this to happen, how the leaders, especially on the defensive side are allowing this to happen. And, you know, I don't know what was said in the locker room, uh, it at halftime, but what I appreciate about this team is they came out and they said, look, we're down 17. It's not the end of the world we got to score on our opening possession. They only got a field goal and you kind of felt like, uh, that doesn't feel great, but at least they scored. And then, you know, to, to force a turnover on downs on fourth down, uh, one of Dan Campbell's terrible fourth down decisions, uh, and then to score uh, go down and score a touchdown. Like that was, that was the momentum changer right there. and and, that team went, Oh yeah, we are still in this. And they did make halftime adjustments and, and we'll talk about those, but what I saw in the second half, like why can't that be what you did in the first half? Like why wasn't Mm -hmm. that your plan
0: plan? in the first
1: half? Right. And, you know, I tweeted out today, I was like, Hey, can D'Amico Ryan's like zoom in on the defensive uh, game plan meetings (laughs) uh, in the next two weeks asking for Steve Wilkes? Cause like, man, that was that, that can't, you're not going to come back down 17 against a team like, like the chiefs. Right. Again, the only reason they were able to is because the Detroit lions don't have the same level of defense that the chiefs do. So that's a big concern, but yeah, I was, I was out, I was out. I was hate watching in the second half. Cause I'm like, I got, I have nothing better to do. I got to talk about this game. I'm, I'm going to watch it, but you know, I'm playing on my phone. I'm doing whatever. I'm not even paying attention. Cause I'm like, there's no, there's nothing like, there's no way they're coming back. And, you know, right in my eye. They came back and uh I don't know. I don't know if this I don't know if this bodes well for the Super Bowl. I don't know if this is again, we thought Green Bay was a wake up call. Maybe it wasn't. Is this a wake up call? I don't know. Does this team even need a wake up call? It's too veteran laden to need one. So right. It was it was a roller coaster. Uh but I'm just glad that when you know when it ended and those that safety harness went up and I you know, I got off the roller coaster. I got off as a fan of the NFC champions, and that's all I could ask for.
0: My mind started to wander to, towards the end of the season. And I thought, okay, when does this team really look good? Because they've just looked, and when we're at halftime or right around there, and I'm like, you've just looked disjointed the entire playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, when is the last time you looked like the 49ers? I started to think about it. And I went back. I'm like, holy shit, because Christmas seems like, forever ago now i mean it seems like it was months ago really i mean it really wasn't it was just one month ago but it seems like a really long time ago and the game before that december 17th the cardinals come and score all those points at the end and we explain it away like ah whatever they were up by a lot and then you have the shit show on christmas night against the ravens they beat the commanders who are i mean just a joke of a team and then you don't play the next week yeah and then you have the week off And you didn't look good against the Packers. The Packers left that door open for you. And now you're halfway into this game. And again, you look all disjointed. And I'm like, holy shit, are they broken? Like, that's what was going through my head. Like, is this this just over? Did they just lose it somehow? And then they had too long of a break and they're not going to find it again? But then they did, man. like you said, just a veteran-laden team that was just resilient. And I guess if they stumble their way to a championship, who gives a shit, right? You're still the championship. championship. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, who cares? Yep. But that that's where my mind went, Brian. Like I started to think like, are there bigger issues here or things we didn't see? But it didn't matter. They they came back and they played like the 49ers in the second half for the most part. Right. For the most part. And I think that, well, let's take a break and I'll tell you what I think about why we should be sending Dan Campbell some Christmas cards.